Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back. We're only, well, by the time you're listening to this, there's only one more day until the first preseason game. Not between our teams, between two teams that we don't care about, but still, first preseason game is right around the corner. And just, uh, we're inching closer to the beginning of the season. I'm excited. Are you excited? No. Welcome to the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Common Ground Football Podcast, uh, episode 64. Preseason uh, continues to roll on. Um, I, I would like to clarify that, yes, I am excited, actually, believe it or not, for football. I know I didn't really sound that way in that intro, and I apologize. That's okay. No, this whole, you know, in camp, and, you know, I got training camp, and obviously you got uh, high schools are having their camp and college and all that business, but that's one thing I do I do miss, and if I could go back and be there right now instead of working, you know, a job and having all that business, just having two days, sweating your ass off, being tired, getting better. I mean, that was fun, especially when you when you um, are on your way to work and you you know you see all the kids all carrying their shoulder pads, you know, with the helmet, you know, it's like yeah, that looks like so much fun. Uh, maybe I never asked you this. Did you pl- you played football in in school? Yeah, so I did not. So that doesn't ring a bell with me at all, really. <laughs> I'm sitting here going shocking. I'm sitting here going, yeah, that's that's cool. okay. So uh, when you were done with practice, or when you were on your way to practice, uh, you would uh, put your helmet down and you would grab the face mask through the neck hole of the shoulder pads, mm-hmm. and yep. then you would lift, and then you have a nice little suitcase right there with your helmet and shoulder pads, and then sometimes you'd stuff your your knee pads or your ass pads inside the helmet or your water bottle. Need ass pads? All that business. Oh, yeah. You afraid you're going to hurt your ass? Um, until you... Well, I mean, sometimes. Yeah. But the times when you get knocked on your ass and you hit the ground and your tailbone kind of hits a little... Yeah. It's good to have that pad. Yeah, there. I could see that. I could see that not feeling very well at all. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen an NFL player uh, pick up their pads that way with uh, like a suitcase. Is that not an NFL thing? Maybe you should watch more. <laughs> uh, I, I just never seen it. Yeah, I. I well, now but, that I've said it, you will keep an eye out. And you'll I be like, will. Oh, hey, look, there's the suitcase method. I'm like, oh, that's what he was talking about. That's awesome. Good times. <laughs> uh, you're a little under the weather, huh? Not I'm, feeling too good. I'm, I'm or, fighting it. Or you're get yeah. Take some uh, echinacea, some uh, elderberry. <laughs> <laughs> if you take a do you your have your mother was a hamster <laughs> your father smelled of elderberries if you, do, you had to take a shot there of the uh that there elderberry you'll uh you'll feel like a million bucks it works we'll see what happens i trust me i've been there it's emergency for now hey emergency works too you ever take airborne no me either <laughs> good talk so <laughs> anyway so yeah so uh, it's hot in here it is hot in here uh it only happens smelling your feet it only happens when we get in here together i worked all day now i'm in flippy floppies actually they're (laughs) over there i apologize i'm a man (laughs) uh yeah last week we ended up having to open the door because yeah i got a little warm in here 
Um, but training camp does continue. This is that weird uh, in-between show because we had the excitement of last week being our season premiere, and we're back. Hooray. That's awesome. And then and this training camp starting. Training camp starting. Oh, yeah, that was happening. And, and then this week we're like, okay, is training camp still going? Training camp's still going. <laughs> Practicing. Um, Practice. <laughs> but we got games starting. So Dallas plays Thursday of next week. No. No. Dallas plays uh, Saturday the 8th. That's right. Seahawks play Thursday. Correct. Um, and, and even though I like to make fun of preseason games because they are terrible, um, they have a ton of meaning, and they're big for, obviously, these guys that are trying to make a, a roster. Yep. And they are a big deal, and they are important. And even though they aren't necessarily the football you want to see starter-wise or anything else, uh, it's still real football. And I'll tell you what, I'll be watching it and enjoying it. Uh, preseason game, I'll take a preseason game over... Baseball? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Golf? Yeah. Hockey? Yeah. Any sport? Curling? I'll watch curling. <laughs> well, they have this fancy feature came out, you know, in the nineties at some point, but that whole uh you know, split screen. Picture in picture. Could, you could watch picture in picture curling and, and preseason football. You ever tried to do picture in picture on a really tiny screen? Doesn't work. I mean it does, <laughs> but it it's it's really difficult. And unfortunately I have direct TV and you can only do picture in picture now on the main receiver. And all the little baby receivers that we have throughout the rest of the house, you can't do picture in picture on those. Well, the main receiver right now is in the room that we're still like not using, and so there's what's that like? There's no TV out there. If there is, I can hook up the little baby one. <laughs> so there's no point in doing picture in picture on that thing, which does suck because I would like to be able to you know watch a couple sporting events at once. <laughs> Keyword couple, just a couple. It'd be nice. I, I want to get us to a point one day where I have like a room. And like those sports guys that have like the wall of TVs, yeah, and they can watch even like, if it's not current games that are going on, just just a game, just old games and games and yeah, sports every, and every once in a while you'll stumble across like NFL Network will be showing like a classic game and and if I, there's nothing else on and it's a good one, which usually those classic ones they're not showing you a, a piece of crap, you know, yeah, <laughs> Seahawks game from the eighties, <laughs> they're showing you, you know, good stuff. Uh, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. So let's start with you in Dallas. And uh, well, they're not in Dallas. They're California, in California. But you know who's not in California? Mr. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Weird. I was I was incorrect. But okay. tell us okay. about camp. It's OK. Uh, I don't know. I've never been there. I hear it's nice. I've you know, me too. <laughs> I'd love to go. No, one day, um, we'll, one day we'll go, man. So uh, obviously training camp started. Uh, the big news going into training camp was that uh, there were reports that Ezekiel Elliott would be uh, holding out. I didn't think that he would, but surprise, surprise, um, he did not make the trip to Oxnard. Um, I love that. Oxnard. Oxnard. Um, <laughs> but based on, well, I'd say some of the reports that were coming out was that, you know, things aren't going well and that he's leaving the country and this and that. And it was kind of painting a picture one way but in reality um for the first few days he was behind stayed behind in frisco and was talking with his agents who are obviously working with the cowboys organization um to try to get a deal done and then um then it came out that he's going to be going to cabo which is the same place he went when he was suspended 
Um, obviously, everyone saw how he how he looked and performed when he came back after his suspension. You know, he wasn't just sitting on the beach, you know, drinking margaritas and having burritos and all that business. I mean, he he came back he, slimmer mm, and, and, and and ready to go. A burrito does sound good, right? Um, and also the trip from Cabo to uh, you know Oxnard and L.A. and all that's it's a shorter distance than it is from and honestly, people, Texas. So, where would you rather be? Right, exactly, Oxnard. Yeah. Or Cabo. Yeah. So, um, at least everything, and I know we'll kind of, kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but as far as the Zeke talks goes, talks are progressing. Um, I do think a deal will be, will be done, um, before training camp is over. And I, I, you know, obviously hoping the sooner the better, that way he gets in and is able to go through a training camp and, and, you know, get some practice under his belt. Cause you know, he's not going to play any preseason games. Um, but other than that, um, Pads came on today. Well, today's Tuesday uh, when we're recording, but uh, Pads came on, and it was the first time that uh, Travis Frederick's been in Pads since um, last year, where obviously he was out for the entire year with the Guillain-Barre syndrome. Um, you know, having that whole having having that group of five together, um, fully healthy. Tyron Smith, fully healthy. Um, Connor Williams, who now does not look like a tackle. He looks like a, a proper guard. Um, and then with Travis Frederick back there in the middle, um, you know, it's going to be good to see it and definitely excited to, to, um, to watch that group going forward. Um, but other than that, it just, I mean, there's no big storylines coming out of camp. Um, no big injuries so far. Sean Lee had a little bit of a, a knee tweak. Um, they're saying it's, you know, possible MCL just kind of, kind of hold him out. Um, obviously it's very early in camp, so nothing to really, to, you know, stress or stress or worry about. So, um, we'll just keep moving forward and, and see what happens. Cool, man. I'm going to open the door. It is warm in here. It is so warm in here. We need some, uh, better air conditioning. Although it is, uh, it, it's, we're in the upper nineties here in Wenatchee, Washington. And, uh, but <laughs> uh, it is a dry heat, but when you get indoors and you can get humidity stuff and we're in a very, very old building and, and it's um, climate control here is a little bit challenging. So now with the door open, we'll pay attention to anybody else in the building and if we have to stop it. Stop. It there happens. Um, all right. So kind of went through what's happened since last week. They're in pads, all that good stuff. Yep. Any standouts? I mean, you you follow. Obviously, he's not at camp. I'm not at, at Seahawks camp. I wish I was. Um, but we both follow all the right people on Twitter. And um, now that camp has started, we probably both are religiously like keeping track of what's going on. And like, ooh, yeah, ooh, <laughs> ooh, look at a video. Oh my gosh. Uh, so, are there any standouts? uh so far amongst your rookies or even your veterans i mean you there was a video on when you walked in here of not um from rookies not so much um you know they they're still kind of getting into the the groove of things um excuse me a few few uh few little clips of like tony pollard and um things like that but the 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 one person who is really standing out i mean uh, obviously amari cooper but as from the receiver standpoint michael gallup he looks like somebody who is ready to be that big time number two receiver and i think he's going to be one of the definitely one of the better upper um you know number two guys in the league just 
He looks so much more comfortable. I mean, I, and I know it's early. It's, you know, we don't want to get too excited, but just, just seeing how he's moving and just from top to bottom, his route running, the way he's catching the ball. Um, now it's second year with the wide receivers coach, Sanjay Lal. Um, he just looks so much more natural, even more. I mean, last year you saw kind of towards the end of the year what he could do, his big playability, um, obviously getting a, a lot more comfortable, but going into year two and, and, and sometimes year two is kind of that hit or miss for wide receivers. They say that third year is that year where they really take off, but just from what we're seeing so far with Michael Gallup, um, he seems like somebody who could definitely um, be a big-time threat this year. Um, the other person that is just – I'm happy every time I'm seeing it and it, it could just be because it's now Kellen, Kellen Moore's offense and the way he's doing things. But now you're starting to see a whole lot more pre-snap shifts, um, which I mean, I don't even remember the last time Dallas had all kinds of pre pre-snap shifts. Um, but you've got all that going on. And then Dak with it, it just, they seem to be letting him air it out and, all these throws that you're seeing are just like, I mean, perfect placement. They're, they're, you know, on the outside shoulder, away, right on target. I mean, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see um, how Dak looks this year, and if, if depending on, I mean, depending on how how the season goes, if he changes some minds of some people who think that he can't throw the deep ball or is not a good quarterback. Period. I'd like to see that. Uh, me too, definitely. <laughs> um, but as far as any other standouts, nothing. I mean, obviously you've got Jalen Smith and Leighton Van Der Esch. They they look my boy. They look like you would think Sean Lee. Um, you know, looks like Sean Lee. I mean, a lot of those same pieces are there, but um, for some of those younger guys, then obviously Dak. It's it's exciting to see so far. Um. Now you gave us an update on Zeke. Any update on Dak's situation, or is it just nope, no, nope, just no. Pl- the big, the big storyline is Zeke, and that's the one everyone's running with. And obviously, it comes with with Zeke. It's more than just the contract talks you saw today. There was the whole um, car accident, two thousand seventeen. Now he's being sued. No, that just, whole business. We'll get into that if that actually becomes something relevant. But I don't really want to get into that. Doesn't seem no. Doesn't seem relevant. Um, no, no contract talks, or, or I mean, talks are ongoing, but nothing, nothing newsworthy coming from the uh, Dak side of things. Um, on the Amari Cooper side, because he's somebody they need to sign to a long-term deal as well. Um, uh, there was talk that there, his Amari uh, Cooper's agent was there in Oxnard and was having some pretty lengthy conversations um, with uh, Jerry Jones and, and the rest of the Cowboys organization. Um, and that just kind of seems to be, but both Dak and Amari seem to be in the lane of it's going to happen when it's going to happen. But right now I'm just focused on, on, you know, getting better and, and going through camp. Mm, did you guys bring in a, a running back though? Yes, there was. So obviously with Ezekiel Elliott sitting out and it is training camp, there needs to be running back bodies. There needs to be, you know, people to practice. So, um, uh, Alfred Morris, who the team released at the end of last year, who did fill in for those six games. I mean, he filled in as good as you can ask um, a backup running uh, backup running back to do when uh, Zeke Elliott was suspended. But um, 
the team brought back Alfred Morris. He was looking between New Orleans and Dallas, it sounds like, and Dallas just kind of seemed like the right fit for him where he wanted to go back to. So um, vet minimum, you know, it's a camp body. There obviously no guarantee, no guarantees he makes the team. Um, but we'll see what happened. I have no problem with, with that signing whatsoever. And I know everybody wants to look into it and see that, Oh, this means that the talks with Zeke are not going well or this or that. And the other, that's not really the case. So chill. I think you said it a hundred percent. Correct. They need a body <laughs> for practice and everything else. And, yeah. and just in case the, the holdout continues, into the season which it all it, everything i hear says that it won't even if they don't necessarily sign the extension uh he'll, he'll be playing yeah this doesn't it, it so far it doesn't sound like this is going to be a nasty dirty holdout and you know contract talks is it, some that's it's in progress it's moving forward um and uh, you know just hold on it'll be okay relax i'm with you <laughs> and then well, obviously You've got everybody else out there who's screaming, you know, trade him, cut him, blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you're crazy. Don't think so. I think you should trade him. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, you're crazy. I think, I you know think what you so. should do? Just release him. I mean, really and honestly, who cares? Just let him go. Yeah, no one's going to sign him anyway. No one's going to pick him up. He's just going to sit out there. You know, you don't want to play for the Cowboys, and you can just go home. No one else is going to want you. Sons of Anarchy just strolled through town. I've heard that was a good show. Never watched it. It is a good show. Very good show. Huh. Uh, anything else? Um, let me think. <laughs> He's thinking. There's that. There's that. He's thinking, there's everyone. That. Nope. Nothing really else. They're practicing. Yeah. They're, they're out there. <laughs> they're out there. They're out there in the fields and throwing the balls <laughs> and, and the, stuff. And there's the lines and the, the lines and the things. I did see uh, video whistles. <laughs> yeah, I see. There's some refs out there. <laughs> it's weird. Um, <laughs> there's press conferences. And Jerry Jones is out there talking about how you don't need a championship running back or or a or a what do you say elite something running back to win a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got him saying stuff, which is, you know, what Jerry Jones does. Actually, what's funny is that uh, as much as I like to make fun of Jerry Jones, his comment was 100% correct. Well, and, and also it, it, he is right, but also people ran with that 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 sentence way too much. You've got to put it into the entirety of what he was saying. And there goes into a whole lot more than just that little that little quip. But it's it is what it is it's news it's media it's twitter that's what everyone's going to run with that's not what he's saying and that's not what he's saying he's not saying oh we're not we're not going to sign ezekiel yeah that's what they get a deal done that's what everybody's freaking out yeah no it's like no 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 no. talks must not be going well read read (laughs) read the whole quote read the whole quote he's right though i mean really and honestly what's new england done isn't what what elite running back has new england had with their billion championships right they usually have an elite running back come playoff time for some weird reason or they do like a little one-two punch of just some good running backs that complement their offense enough that yep. you know yeah and then they win just because they're cheaters um i i would say <clears throat> i mean but if i if i had to answer honestly the last team who was pretty much built around a running back in a running game that won uh was seattle except Except for, I still say, as much as Marshawn Lynch was important to that team and winning that Super Bowl, the defense was more important. Yeah, well, they played off each other, though. They did. 
Uh, and Marshawn's, I mean, it was, yeah, it was nuts. But I still think that uh, could they have won without him? No. I guess then you're correct. <laughs> Shit. I mean, that, that, that was kind of the last team that was a run, run first, you know, just, you know, I don't know. I, if I knew, I would say it, but I don't know where he finished as far as um, um, the season leader. Well, it's for rushing yards, but that year he was he was a really good running back, um, especially for that team, the way they were built. And obviously, they they won a Super Bowl. Could have won a second one if they would have just given it to him. Right, but, <laughs> but that's the funny part. Right, since then, there I mean, there hasn't been the teams that have won. Obviously, New England. New England hasn't had. Uh, like you said, they haven't had that premier, you know, top talent running back. They've had solid ones, and then, like I said, for some reason in the playoffs, all of a sudden these solid ones become amazing you know, ones, goddamn Hall of Famers. Well, and then look at the Rams; they have a really good running back, yet they go to the Super Bowl and they don't have that running back. Yeah, and look what happened. Yeah, it was a poop fest. It was garbage. <laughs> poop, poop, poop mouth, poop mouth. <laughs> There's a group of angry San Diego San Diegoites, <laughs> San Diego uns. <laughs> is it weird? San Diegans. Different Will Ferrell movie, but is it weird that when you said a burrito sounds good, I wanted to go, Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strange. Do you want some meatloaf? Do you want some? <laughs> uh, all right, so let's uh, let's head to the to Ranton. Ranton, and uh, we got Axnard, and then we go to Ranton and uh seahawks camp which is uh another again i'm like (laughs) i'm like you i would love to go and uh one day we will just it seems like such a fun time with every every clip you see uh there's music blasting it's just pete carroll they just what they do there is just crazy and every time they do a press conference they're like talk trying to talk over the music in the background and all the craziness and yeah so looks like a lot of fun um, what's happened since last week? Um, more practice. <laughs> they're more in, practice. They're in pads, and now, yeah, now DK Metcalf looks uh, twice oh. as twice as giant. <laughs> he rem- he looks like Brandon Jacobs. He, he and I that picture I looks know, almost. I, I can't fake. say that word, but it, oh no, it's our show. I fucking hate Brandon Jacobs. You can bleep <laughs> that if you want to, but he, that's what he looks like as a wide receiver standing there, just next to Tyler Lockett. Just a giant he's, of a man. He's a so. Uh, I'm sure you're referring to the picture. Yep. Yeah. I retweeted it. Go on my Twitter and and check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, the the picture of of Tyler Lockett and then DK Metcalf standing next to each other in pads, and he he makes Tyler Lockett look like a child. Yeah. <laughs> be like be like looking at Brock Lesnar and David Spade. Like, that's a that's a that's gr- the same species. That's the same. Those are both humans, people. <laughs> both males. Uh, that it, it's it's insane the difference. And Tyler Lockett's a great receiver, but DK is is huge. And I know coming out of the draft, some were worried that his because his size would actually affect his performance. He may be a better tight end. But that if we're talking standouts, because that's one of the questions here is any standouts, and it is DK Metcalf. He is, um, and it, I'm sure that there's more videos of him than anything else, just because people are just interested, and because he is such a monster. But watching uh, clips of what he's doing down over there, uh, it is unbelievable. And he's making ridiculous catches, and he's 
Uh, he, he, him and Russell already have a very good chemistry, which is crazy for a rookie just coming into camp. And if, if, if there's a one standout, it is definitely DK and he's, he is all the talk over there for sure. So, um, I think I'm seeing as well. I think he might make the team. (laughs) You think he's going to make the team? I think he might make the team. There's a good chance he's in. Um, uh, let's see. So yeah, they're, they're, they're in pads. They're practicing. They're having a good time. And as I heard, there's some unfortunate news for your first round pick. Yeah. Any any update on that, or what it actually what actually happened? Uh, so in practice today, uh, L.J. Collier, the um, defensive end, their first round pick. Um, I first it was crazy because I was I was researching for the show today a little bit earlier. This was before the news came out. And somebody had put po- there's been some posts about how he was getting extra work with, you know, hand drills and stuff. And they were a little concerned about um, his ability to, to really have an impact on those, you know, upfront O line guys. And which is not something you want to hear about your first round pick. Um, and then uh, just cruising through Twitter, all of a sudden it started lighting up with uh, he went down in practice and ended up having to be carted off which is not something you want to hear about again, your first round pick, yeah. <laughs> especially uh, on a defensive line. That's already um, in shambles basically. Mm-hmm. And so it's just a lower leg injury. And then it was reported. It's a high ankle sprain and he's definitely, uh, he's out for preseason. So you got a rookie who's now going to miss all of camp and needs that experience and won't be back until, you know, you're hoping week one, but high ankle sprains on big dudes, those aren't easy. I mean, they're not easy on anybody, but no, they can linger. They can linger for a while, and and that they're uncomfortable. And and I, we're just crossing our fingers that we can get him back for week one because with with, with Jaron Reed out on suspension and um just you know Clark gone, it, the defensive line is. A little iffy, but you know, here's the good news. Your week here's up, the good news. Your week up front, <laughs> right? Okay, so defensive line, eh, not so great. Your secondary, also kind of questionable. Griffin, he's he's a, he's a good corner. So there's one side, but the other side, I don't know. Safety. Well, you, you, you just signed Shed. We, we did, and he's you know in a little bit of depth at that position, but I don't <laughs> think he's going to be the starter. And he's so Deshaun said is back, uh, which is cool. But he's also going to be on special teams because he was always good over there at special teams. Um, but at safety, uh, Bradley McDougal. I mean, he's he's he. I, I'm fine with him. But is Tedrick Thompson going to make some strides forward? We just don't know. So you have a you know an iffy D, D line and then a an iffy secondary. But you know what? Your linebacking core there in the middle, perfect, <laughs> solid, solid. So really, you're you're just hoping that you that Bobby Wagner and KJ can just stop everybody, <laughs> <laughs> and everything will be fine because they're going to get through the defensive line, and then you just don't want them to get to the secondary. <laughs> that seems really simple to me. No. Okay. <laughs> hey, Bobby is the best linebacker in the game, buddy. Right now. Right now. Yes, right now today. Yes, right now today. <laughs> I'm not saying he will be next year, but if you, unless you've been living under a rock, and this always happens to us, we record a show, and then the very next day when we release the show, big news happens. That's, every time. That is true. Bobby Wigner signed his extension. 
three years, 54 million. Um, I think they, uh, when they asked him how much he wanted, he just kind of looked down at his Jersey number and he was like, eh, 54. I like that number. <laughs> yeah. It sounds, sounds reasonable. Yeah, it'll work. 50. And there's another 54 on uh, Dallas's team. Who's probably going to want one of those, uh, one of them within the next few years. So keep that in mind. Um, well, Hey, I, Bobby set some market again. I, so yeah. And I, I would say, yeah, I mean, I would say he's, he's probably number one right now. And, and Keekly being, being two, although, it is a good argument. I don't. I don't know how. I don't know how strong Wagner is in you know in pass coverage. Keekley may have the edge there. He might, but not by much. <laughs> and overall, Bobby Wagner is the best linebacker in the game as it stands right now. Um, and now he's going to be a Seahawk now for the next four years. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens between uh, Van Der Esch and the. Um, the kid out in Indianapolis. Well, and and I we already know. I mean, I I love Vander Esch. Uh, this is the one cowboy I actually like. And then uh, I may have to get you that jersey for Christmas. I, I tell you what, I would never wear it, but I would I would honor it, I cherish <laughs> it, and be very thankful. Um, but I, yeah, because I I do like him, and I think that he is definitely going to be one of those guys that you know challenges Bobby for that that Tack, throne. Tackling fuel, yes. Um, but Bob, the, it's, it's a huge deal. It's crazy how, so Bobby Wagner was representing himself, no agent. He not once did he say he was going to hold out. The dude showed up to camp. Now he didn't participate until the contract was done, but he was there to support his teammates and look what happened. He got a contract done. Earl Thomas held out. Didn't get shit. Uh, who else held out? Cam held out. He ended up getting a contract and then got hurt. Yep. But he didn't get it then, like during the holdout. Right. So, and all these other guys holding out and aren't getting what they want. And then you got Bobby who shows up, gets a contract. That's a secret right there, folks. Show up. <laughs> Just my opinion. I guarantee you that had something to do with them being, you know, being able to get something done. Oh, I'm sure. So, but now you got uh, KJ signed his deal. So now you got KJ, you got Bobby locked up, uh, Michael Kendricks and uh, Cody Barton. Yeah, I thought he was supposed to go to prison. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Huh, uh, I would assume that at some point he's uh, got to go to prison. <laughs> but um, for right now, he's linebacker depth. That's cool. <laughs> no, I, I, I think the the one thing to remember when it comes to you know players and, and their holdouts and all that business is also. Um, you know, you got to remember they're not the only ones in their ear. You've got agents, and I guarantee you, agents oh, the are the agents. ones that uh, that'll feed feed that kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah. oh no, you know, you need to hold out. You're gonna have to, hold, you know, and so just just keep that in mind. And um, you know, remember, like especially in Zeke's situation, he's still he's a 23 year old kid. He's still still young as it comes as it, as it pertains to business and the way to to properly do things when it comes to business. Um, but yeah, there's. I guarantee you agents and and all of that are just well, agents are the worst. right there in the ear. The absolute worst. My only problem with Zeke is that he still has two years left. Um, That's my only issue. If, yeah, he, if he had a year left and he was doing this, I, I can see I'd that be argument. fine. I can see that argument. I, I just don't think he wants to get to that point to, okay, now we're done with the rookie contract. Now we're going to franchise tag you, that kind of thing. I think he, I think he is smart enough to know that 
Um, hey, I'm uh, a running back, and I would say probably a pretty damn good one. Um, and I know I'm not going to have that much longer to be performing at this level. And obviously, coming in as a rookie, being the um, you know Pro Bowler, All Pro, and the rushing champ, would have had it his second year. Came back rushing champ again his third year. I'd say he probably over over or um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, overplayed his deal. Overplayed the rookie contract. But a lot of players do that, and that's you know that's the thing that. You sign the deals, and that's why you start. You're actually seeing a lot more of these short-term, more shorter uh, contract lengths, more guaranteed money, but shorter lengths. Uh, but the, the, if he's worried about franchise tag and everything else, fine. But you still wait until you have a year left, and if you're going to hold out, then go ahead and hold out and tell him, "Hey, listen, I'm not playing the last year of my deal without an extension." And that makes more sense to me. I think he's actually getting more gripe from fans and everyone else just because there happens to be two years left and it's like dude what are you doing just wait a year and i get it you get hurt career could be over tomorrow right but it is one of those risks you take and 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 it's a it's a violent game but i i i it's funny because i would like if this if you literally had a only a year left i'd be like oh dude go to cabo man have fun cabo have a good time so uh, all right, so Bobby Wager got his contract done. That's awesome. Um, so the injury concerns, that's the only thing really at camp, and it's at everybody's camp. Everyone's freaking out about any little injury that happens. We already talked about LJ Collier. That's the big one. Um, uh, Mike Capati was the new left guard, um, signed for a year. Um, where was he, Arizona? He, uh, he is spotted in a walking boot, so that's not good news at all. But he had a foot sprain or something for mini camps. Not sure if those are related or not, but there's he was not practicing, which means po- uh, Posick was out there today, and we don't like him. So <laughs> that's come on, get better, buddy, because uh, Posick is not the answer. Um, uh, Tyrone Swoops was also in a walking boot, uh, tight end. Um, some good news on the injury front, though, is that Pete Carroll said that uh, Ziggy Ansah was is actually probably ahead of schedule, which is fan freaking tastic brings back some defensive line depth yep and i thought you were going to talk about pete carroll's health it's like good news from pete carroll well pete carroll's still alive so there's that <laughs> he's going into year this is 10th year now and he's dude that guy is ridiculous he can actually throw the football pretty well and yeah he good does, for him he doesn't age good for him so but yeah so uh ziggy uh ahead of schedule that was great um i still i'm really hoping that we get to see uh disley back sooner than later um and you know what uh it's been crazy to watch clips and videos uh russell wilson as much as i like to be a critic uh he actually looks really really good and um it seems to be and maybe that's just from what the videos i'm seeing but brown the one of the receivers actually also said that they're opening the playbook up a little bit and then he regretted saying that because he's probably not supposed to uh but they are like in practice at least doing a lot more of unleashing russell and and part of me and really hoping that's what they do in regular season games uh that would be fantastic um but only time will tell it's still schottenheimer and he likes to run the ball so <laughs> whatever <laughs> we can hope man you can practice all you want you can all you want but in the games we're gonna hand it off <laughs> every down all of them 
I think that's all I had for camp. Indeed. It would be a lot of fun to be at be at these camps and be able to kind of take in a whole bunch more than than kind of everything having to come, you know, via Twitter and all that business. Yeah. Which is tough because it's you've got I don't know how many people you follow that are at camp, but I've got, you know, way too many. And so you have the same thing, like yep. popping up a yep. hundred times. Yep, I get that too. And and then it's trying to keep track of what, you know, yeah, it, it, it can get a little nuts. Everyone's so excited and everybody wants to be the first to post. DK made an amazing catch. And then you see it 20 times. <laughs> so <laughs> from 20 different angles, from 20 different angles. But hey, it has been fun to watch. So um, into uh, NFL news real quick. Did you have you seen the the top 100 that's voted on by the players? I have. Well, only the Cowboys. <laughs> Shocking. Because <laughs> well, I get a notification that says, hey, uh, congratulate, blah, 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 on blah, 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 blah. Uh, the, they're, they're doing them in blocks of 10. Mm-hmm. And the top 10 are going to be announced t- tomorrow. They announced the players in alphabetical order, but you don't know what actual ranking they're in. Mm-hmm. And I, there were no Seahawks or, or Cowboys in the top 10. Um, the most shocking, I mean, there's, there's some, there's some weird ones. Again, me as a critic of Russell Wilson, uh, should probably be, you know, like, Oh, I told you guys, he's not as good as you think. Uh, he came in at like 25 and Andrew luck is ahead of him at 20. So Ezekiel Elliott. And that's like, really Russell is 25. <laughs> I think he was. I, a, I think he was an eleven last year. I don't think. Uh, I don't even think Dak made the list. Really? Yeah. I haven't looked at the whole thing. I mean, there's there's eight other players on there, but yeah, eight other Cowboys. Weird how you knew that off the top of your head. Something like that. You got um, uh, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Leighton Vanderesh, Jalen Smith, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Amari Cooper. There's six. Byron Jones, seven. Uh, maybe it's only seven. Oh, Demarcus Lawrence. There's eight. Ooh, fancy. I have no idea how many Seahawks are there. <laughs> I did not have time to I, well, research the, the, it. The, I got mad enough that Andrew Luck was ahead of Russell yeah, Wilson. See, but here's the thing that I love is it's it's just it's this simple thing, NFL Top 100, that's voted on by the players, not by anybody else. And people people just hold so much onto this. Like, you know, where, where people are, this, that, and the other. And it's like... <laughs> Well, it's just like power rankings. They well, that well that too, but it's, it's like but the this this particular thing is like a oh here's the time of the year. Um, I want to say it was actually David Hellman who said it. He's like just remember well, it's like when this was this was starting for this season. He said just remember this is a piece of paper given to players. It says hey fill it out if you want to or whatever, and they fill it out on their way to the locker room kind of thing. It's not it's not this big kind of committee that of players that get together and do all this voting and whatnot. So. Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. Um, Guys are scratching their balls while they're <laughs> post-practice filling out. Oh, yeah. I think this should, is my top 10. Well, should we look at it as, because it's voted on the player, should we look at it as maybe Russell isn't necessarily as liked around the league? Well, because when, when you have a vote by your peers, doesn't it, even if they're trying to avoid it, doesn't it become a little bit of a popularity contest? Well, yeah, that's all. That's all it really is going to become. But also, um, you know, it is handed out to the majority of players, and just I, I, I would guess that probably fifteen percent of players actually fill this out. So you have you're taking a small. It's a small sample size. Just like I mean, it's just like voting. 
Yeah. You're going to have a very back small back. percentage of people who are and, actually And you know what, people? Vote. Do better. Exactly. Okay? Do better. Like how I slid that in there. That's a very nice little, like, little like jab, yeah. you know? Do better. 2020, go vote. I don't care who you vote for. Just go vote. Uh, that's a nice little side note there. I like that. I like that a lot. Need some water. Get some water. Um, I do want to ask you. Uh, phone. <laughs> I think that it, it. I think that a little bit of it has to do with maybe Russell isn't as liked. We already have a lot of his ex teammates talk about how, and of course now they're ex teammates, but talk about how they weren't too big of a fan of Russell Wilson. His person well, and the whole the whole him being fruity and fake and the whole yep. video after he signed his deal. You know, oh, I just signed a deal. Look at my chains. I'm wearing 18 chains <laughs> as I go to sleep. I have Sierra next to me. No big deal. <laughs> it's pronounced Ciara. Oh, whatever. I say that wrong every time. And I love that you correct me like you're a huge Ciara fan. <laughs> you have all our albums? Nope. <laughs> you know all our dance moves? <laughs> I but I do believe there's got to be some sort of a I, I, he maybe not be as well liked as as some may think he is. And then Andrew Luck, he everyone loves Andrew Luck because he's just got this. I mean, his post game press conference seems like somebody everybody just, just everybody be yeah. Like I would like to go like have a beer with him because he just seems like he's just a cool dude. And he, I mean, he's a nerd, but at the same time, he's just I think people like him. So of course he's in front of Russell Wilson. Let's move on from that. Okay. Like you said, who cares? Uh, power rankings are the same thing they're take them leave them i mean they are what they are correct um all right so we talked about preseason a little bit uh julio jones uh said that he is going to sit out all of preseason games he's gonna practice but he's not gonna play preseason games this is another uh step in a trend of you know how important are preseason games to veterans who don't necessarily need them. What are your thoughts on him sitting out for them? And do you think that it's no big deal for the veteran guys? Do they need to even play in these games? Uh, for the actual preseason games, no. I don't I don't, don't see the point in it. You're going to go through practice. You're going to practice harder than you play. I mean, at least that's what everybody preaches, remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I. That, why why go out there and, and risk it? Yeah, you can risk it in practice, but you know what? That's practice, and and that's kind of that's that's different than a preseason game where you're going out there and you know there's an, there's opponents now that are trying to to tackle you and all that business. I don't I don't I don't think it's that big of a deal to play in those preseason games for veterans and for and for um um obviously a, a high priced rookie. Granted, though, the rookies, you still want to give a little bit more. You want them to have just a little bit more NFL experience before the regular season starts. Obviously, preseason games mean the world to all these guys that are on the bubble, um, who are um, later draft picks or unsigned or undrafted picks. Um, those those are what these preseason games are for. Um, and then even goes to like the coaching staff. They're, they're not they're not throwing it all out there they're not throwing the whole book out there they're they keep things very very simple and just want to make sure that just kind of the process of everything works right you know the 
uh, OC calls the play, radios to the quarterback, quarterback gets it, just communication, working out those kinds of things. But as far as actually playing playing the game um, for the veterans or especially you know someone like Julio Jones, no, I, it's not that big of a deal. Um, they'll be they'll be ready for the regular season when you know when it's time. Uh, couldn't agree with you more on the whole thing. Rookies need it. The undrafted guys especially who are trying to make a roster the bubble guys like you said uh it's a big deal for them to get one to get experience in a real nfl game even though it means nothing it's still you're playing against another team you're on a field in a stadium full of people it's a different experience they need it um the only thing i think of when i think you know veterans skipping completely we talk about how those first four games of the regular season can be kind of um, slow. slow and you can almost push them aside and say, okay, that first quarter is gone. Everyone should be in full rhythm now and we should be good to go. Yep. If your veterans are now sitting out preseason games, does that mean that first four are now even slower to get up and moving and maybe you even move into that week five where you're still waiting for everything to be gelled together and rocking and rolling? I do worry about that. However, there's nothing worse than one of your veteran guys, one of your big deal stars, getting hurt in a preseason game and out for the season in a game that literally means nothing, a la Tony Romo. Right. Uh, You know, it's just, you hate that. Yeah, and it's, I mean, I know they try to avoid it and they try to have early whistles and, and, you know, and all that, but, you know, you can still... Go out and, and and I think that would obviously piss a player off more than getting hurt in practice. Yep, um, you're out there playing, which like you said, for a game that means nothing. Okay, you, you go out there week one and you get hurt and you're going to be out for a while or possibly the whole year. And you know, say your team won or you know, just whatever that it actually counted for something. Yep. Now, granted, whether the players think of that or not, I have no idea. I've never I've never been an NFL player. I don't know what their mindset's like. Um, but you know, from, at least from my perspective, if I'm going to get hurt, I'd rather it be for something that actually counts for something. And I know at least for me, I, I will always sit there and like watch a preseason game, say like week three, the third preseason game. And you're just sitting there going, okay, we've seen enough of Russell, get him out. We've seen enough of Tyler, get him out. Like, what are you still doing? Like th- those, those conversations happen all the time. Like, okay, get him out. Game doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's like, all right. We've all had right, enough. Yeah, okay. Let's go ahead and get the backups in there, please. Uh, well, so, and, and you want to give those guys experience. Yeah. And you want you want to see them. And, and, you know, that's preseason is much more important for those guys. It's huge. So uh, so I have no problem. I'm with you. I have no problem with this sitting out. That's what he wants to do. Then the last thing in the NFL news, just because it's been brought up a lot by some national media guys all of a sudden, and it's an interesting topic to me. Because after thinking about it, I kind of tend to agree with some of what they're saying. And I'm talking about A.A. Ron, Aaron Rodgers, and the fact that everyone wants to anoint him like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. If not, sometimes the people are saying he is the best in the league. Uh, yet he really, if you think about it, hasn't done anything. He's got one Super Bowl. And yes, he's had some bad teams around him. But is he overrated? It's been brought up a lot. What do you think? Mm, it's tough. It's hard for me to answer that because of the amount of times that he's completely 
just <laughs> destroyed me. Uh, well, in other teams, but, I mean, you think about the Hail Marys or anything else and just how he can rip apart yeah, yeah, yeah. any team. But uh, No, I, I mean, I could, I could see how there could be an argument to that. Um, you know, on, on both sides, obviously, people say that, you know, he's really, you know, he's a good quarterback, but not the greatest and blah, 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 blah. Obviously, you know who the greatest is and all of his hardware speaks for itself. Tom. Um, and I mean, and, and it's not just that, just the way that he plays quarterback, the way he commands his offense, the way just everything from top to bottom, that's what you would want, you know, in a, in a quarterback on, on the Rogers side. I would say I would say he is probably the, one of the most talented. Yes, but I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't put him at the very top of the list as being the best. If you were starting your own NFL team right now and you could pick any of the thirty two quarterbacks in the league, is Aaron Rodgers your pick or is it somebody else? Uh, well, unfortunately, I wouldn't want to take a forty year old Tom Brady to start my team with. So that's tough, right? Yeah. Um, so it kind of comes down. So I'd to, have to go down to twenty five year old Dak Prescott. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with Fitzpatrick. <laughs> what about you? Jeez. Uh, the Dak Prescott. <laughs> it's not going to be Russell Wilson. Who's that guy? Is he any even good? I don't even know. I love people blowing me up, just too. Just my deal. I was on. <laughs> just sign my deal. Going to be in Seattle forever. Uh, I was on the uh, the Don. Yeah. Go Hawks. I was on the Don West show uh, here locally last week and got in a little bit of an argument with with Mr. Don West, which I which was fun. Uh, it's always more fun when you disagree. But he assumes that my dislike for Russell is because of how fake he is. And yes, that's part of it. I can't stand his personality. Do I like that he's a goody goody two shoes over being the you know thug? Uh, always in trouble guy absolutely well you know i don't mean that i know what you mean yeah but at the same time like his his everything just seems so fake and yes that's a problem but that's not the only reason i don't like him be 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 a good person and be very nice a la like kind of reeves dude dude just (laughs) you know do your stuff and then just kind of back away and back away we don't need pictures every other week of you you and and you and and your yeah your wife and life and all that stuff yeah i don't know i just i i think i'm allowed to have an opinion of he's a little overrated russell is and and i can just leave it at that uh aaron Rodgers, on the other hand i'm i'm kind of stats wise if you look at his stats they kind of actually say he's overrated however the down stat years if you look at the team that was around him had you surrounded him with better players what would happen that's that's kind of the question right but i mean that question could be asked for a lot of a lot of players you mentioned him earlier like that question could be applied to tony romo think, of, think, of, the, think of the teams that could have been around him with you know no. in some of those years romo sucks <laughs> <laughs> but you look at his stats yeah yeah they suck see what i mean no <laughs> i don't all right <laughs> I think what do you mean you say that about uh you know Hasselbeck. You're gonna say that about Matt Hasselbeck. Hey, don't you talk shit what about the Matt. Ball, we're gonna score. <laughs> that that didn't work out very well. <laughs> and that's all, was all that, was that, that's all the poor guys. Was his name Al Harris? That's all the poor guys remembered for too. Oh yeah. We want the ball, we we're, gonna, ball, score. we're gonna score. You no, know, you're not. <laughs> Interception. <Nope. laughs> God. That didn't go well. Anyways. <laughs> um all right social media mailbag time uh unfortunately apparently nobody wanted to leave any questions uh which, which is 
very sad and I cried only a little bit today, but, uh, we'll get there come season time. It's okay. Uh, we know you all participate in uh, the regular season much better than right now. So it's okay. But, uh, our buddy Dennis from Ohio is going to chime in with his question of the week. Hola, Dennis. Hola. goes a little something like this. Hey, guys. What's up? Dennis from Ohio here with my weekly question. Uh, great show last week, by the way. So my question Thanks. is, do you think Le'Veon Bell is going to have the breakout year that he thinks he's going to have uh, based on being with a new team? I know that just offensive line isn't the greatest, and Sam Darnold's not really been a proven quarterback yet. So I think most teams are still going to focus on Le'Veon Bell and stopping him. Also, I know he apologized to fantasy football fans last year, but do you think many people will draft him number one and hopefully he does well? That's my question for this week. As always, stay buttery smooth. Have a good show. Go Niners. I should have cut that last part out. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners. Stupid 49ers. Uh, well, I Jimmy guess, Graps. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll start. Go he for kinda, it, Kind of answer it. No, I don't think he's going to have a breakout season. And, Dennis, you laid it out. Just, I mean, the Jets' offensive line is not is not that great. And Le'Veon Bell, obviously, is, what, now two years older since he you know last stepped on the field? Basically. Very, you know, basically. Um, Missed an entire season. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think – no, I don't think he's going to have that breakout year. And I don't think that offense is going to – I don't think he's going to elevate that offense enough to really go anywhere. And like you said, with Darnold, I, well, I didn't really. Darnold to me, when he came out um, out of USC, I was just kind of like, eh, he just looks like a goofy dude, and I don't it really, really does. I don't really see a whole lot there. Um, it, what was he the third, third, third overall pick somewhere around there? He just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But no, as far as Bell goes, I. I don't think he's going to have a really a, a, a really that great of a year at all. Uh, the second part of that, I agree with you. The second part of that question is the fantasy aspect of it. He apologized to fantasy owners for not playing last year. And uh, first of all, buddy, it took you way too long to make that apology <laughs> because uh, fantasy football has been over forever. Uh, and, Nobody cares. However, will he still be high? You know what? Uh, when it comes down to it, at least uh, the fantasy leagues I've been in, if they're ranked high and you're a running back, the dude's going to get picked. Yeah. And if if it's your turn to pick and he's the highest ranking running back on there and it's in it, maybe he's ranked up so high that it's still very early, you know, second, third pick, um, which is, I you know, possible, you're going to take him. Um unless you're like Mr. you know fantasy nerd that you know looks at the numbers and and decides oh there's just no way like you said that offensive line blech. it's the jets man jets are terrible the jets and the mets those two new york teams that just blech. well new york the giants don't look that no the giants aren't that great either but you know what eli manning going to take him places yeah dude he's going to take him places it's la manning <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> uh, Dennis, thank you, sir, for your question as always. Yes, thank you. Uh, even though you're a Niners fan, um, I will tell you that uh, 
I had to make a prediction today on another podcast of the order in which the NFC West would be. I got asked to uh, what I thought the Seahawks record was going to be, and I was like, no. Haven't seen any preseason yet. It's way too early to do that. Not even touching it. However, I said that uh, you were going to have three teams in the West that were going to be competitive, uh, and that was going to be the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Niners, and then <laughs> the Cardinals won't. They'll be lucky if they get a win. Oops. <laughs> yeah, so Watch out for Kyler Murray, man. So Whatever. Uh, Jimmy Grapps, though, if he can stay healthy, look out for the Niners. Hashtag Jimmy Grapps. I, I would agree with that. Uh, all right. So uh, the theme of this year and asking for things from our listeners is the same as it's been for a while. We'd love some reviews. Sweet. Uh, I don't know if there's any new ones. I haven't checked. I have uh, not checked either. But we'll keep asking. But we'll keep asking. So if you're a, an Apple Podcast listener and and uh, you you listen to our show and you have not left us a review, while you're listening to it, if you could just jump over into the app there and and give us a ranking and then say some nice words or some mean words or whatever you want to say. You can talk about whatever you want. Just leave a review. That'd be great. We greatly appreciate it. On that, excuse me, on that, uh we hit a milestone Ooh. we asked for it last week and kind of figured it would happen and sure enough uh blew the five thousand mark out of the water and we have now passed five thousand downloads sweet of our show in 63 episodes nice that's uh pretty cool on to ten thousand. remember yes. when we were, we were reaching for 50 <laughs> like ooh, 50 we're like 50 50 that took us like and then it was a hundred bunch of shows we got to a thousand milestones man so cool excuse me wow sorry (laughs) indigestion (laughs) well you know so i like i was saying i had the emergency and you know it's just so fizzy and you know i just pound it back and then uh, then like for the next few hours after that you just have that fizziness and that just that gas (laughs) i'm sure all of our listeners are (laughs) so thrilled Hey, we are real people. We, we go through real things. We go, we do. We have real feelings. We have real families. We have, yeah, real gas, gas, <laughs> just gas issues. So we have, <laughs> we have real gas issues. Um, I have a real wife. That's cool. Yeah. Me a re- too. A real job. <laughs> me too. This isn't. I'm your a real, real fan. This isn't your real job. <laughs> You're not a robot. You're not a robot. <laughs> Anywho, wow. no, no. Uh, honestly, appreciate it all. That's uh, that's awesome. Didn't, on, didn't think we would see five thousand, but you know what? Wow, you had no faith. That is what you're saying. <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. You didn't. You were like, this this will never get there. <laughs> not what I'm saying. <laughs> Just being humble. No, it's totally. Hey, I'm right there with you, dude. It's the I, I check our stats uh way too often i really don't need to do it as much as i do but it's because i like even if it's just one more person downloads it it is seriously a like it it it's a warm fuzzy feeling is what it is it's it's crazy to think that 5052 is where we're at right now so 5052 times that this show has been downloaded uh it to me is just nuts and and so thank you so much we we really appreciate it um weird segue right into some star wars talk (laughs) 
because we also like our Star Wars. You got a Star Wars shirt on, and that shirt right there, that's a kick-ass Star Wars shirt. Oh, I just want to tell you. It's very soft. It's, a very it's soft. one of my favorites. So it's, that's, that's a pretty cool shirt. Yes. Uh, if you've been with us since the beginning, uh, we, we definitely are some Star Wars nerds. Your real wife is also <laughs> is a giant Star Wars fan. And, uh, yeah, we did our, 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 was our draft episode promo. We were in star Wars stuff. And Correct. Idol. Yeah. That was good times. I was skinny then. Um, so <laughs> that shirt doesn't fit anymore. <laughs> uh, but we got episode nine coming out in December. Uh, pretty excited about it. Did you see Kevin Smith of all people, uh, was on set don't i have no idea why no i didn't see anything okay so he was on set uh just because he was there now he's not in the movie or anything but he just happened to be there or i don't know anyway uh he was he was there and there was a part of the set that they were being pretty secretive about and jj i like literally told him that the you the last shot of the rise of skywalker is going to melt your brain. It's <laughs> pretty huh. much what he said. Hmm. So that's like the big news. Like, is it because it, it's Kevin Smith and what the fuck was he doing on the star Wars set? Well, no, <laughs> so have you ever heard a story about when you first went on to the force awakens? Shit last no. Set? Yeah. So when, you know, obviously so there's Ab- some context. Yeah, so there's some context. Okay. So Abrams, Ab- Abrams obviously did the force awakens and, and Kevin Smith was like, uh, it was over in, in London or yep. somewhere, somewhere over there. And, he was able to get on, and then he was just—he said he was just in tears the whole time he was walking around. And then you know, um, we had the the three CG heavy prequels and all that business. And then when Abrams took it over, he wanted to be a little bit more practical, take it, bring it back down to earth a little bit. But, um, anyways, the, the long story is Kevin Smith going on to the Millennium Falcon and just being I'd lose just, it. just you know losing it, being on this full blown Millennium Falcon set. So that's kind of the context. Oh, okay. So. He has been there before, but no, I didn't hear this this news story. Yeah, so he there's something about uh, yeah that it would melt the, the last shot is, is going to melt your brain, which is uh, you know I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for my brain to be melted. Yeah, I don't really want my brain to melt. I'm only thirty. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> um, I had the story and then it disappeared, but. Uh, it's funny because now there's these, these leaks all over the place about, you know, now we're not going to know what Ray's, uh, her real um, uh, parents and all that type of thing. And and it, it bugs me a little bit because I just want to wait and I just want to watch it without too much of this. This is going to happen. Yeah, no, this I'm not, is going to happen. Not, I'm not paying attention to anything. I'm just just wait till it gets here yep. so i just thought that was an interesting story and uh and it does get my hopes up a little bit i'm actually pretty damn excited because that jj has this one not to say anything about you know bad about ryan johnson although as much as i liked the last jedi uh the more i watch that movie the more i want to pick it apart uh which is scary um stop but watching it that pretty much what i've done i won't watch it anymore uh, but JJ and what he did with Force Awakens, yeah, I, people have their you know critiques about that too. But uh, I just kind of imagine if he'd had all three, how different it would have been. And but it, it gets my hopes up to to know that he's the one wrapping up the story, and uh, and that's what I'm not ready for. I'm not ready for it to be over. Over. That's what's scary to me is that it's going to be 
over. And then, yes, there'll be more Star Wars stuff after this, but they won't be the Skywalker saga. And and to me, that's just crazy. Tear. And then in 30 years, they'll be like, oh, wait, we have another 10, 11, and 12. <laughs> <laughs> we've brought... You thought. We've brought all the original... We've brought all the cast back. They're all old now. Here's Ray. <laughs> <laughs> and watch 10 will be just another version of A New Hope. So... <laughs> Uh, anyway uh, on that note on that note any special way you want to close this show out we don't have any game picks yet or anything else to do um, keep in mind that we are going to be doing the fantasy football again uh, we'll definitely do that right between the last um, uh, preseason game and the regular season opener and um, so be listening and, and we'll give you more details on when we're going to do that and um, we only have so many spots available so jump on them when you can Game picks are going to be fan involved this year. We're going to have a whole big group get in there and have a good time. Give away some swag when we finally get some swag. <laughs> um, give away this shirt I'm wearing. That shirt's pretty freaking cool. I like that shirt. It's a nice blue. It's a very nice blue, and the Star Wars looks very nice on it with the TIE Fighter. There goes the Sons of Anarchy again. That's a nice way to cap off the show. Uh, all right, man. Anything else you want to add? I'm good. Cool, man. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and until next time, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.